Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And this is The The Business Family. Today, we sat down with Ryan and Jacqueline of Pilates and Coffee in Chicago. And oh man, not only is this a crazy and amazing story, but these two are some of the most thoughtful people we know. We talk about starting your business in the midst of massive change, leaning into your network to help drive you forward, and how to successfully be in business with your significant other. You're not going to want to miss this episode. It's killer. So jump on in. So we are here with Jacqueline and Ryan of Pilates and Coffee, which is in Roscoe Village. And we're actually really excited about this because we moved to Roscoe right when you guys opened. And Mm -hmm. so we kind of got to see like it all happen and unfold. Um, So, yeah, we're just going to jump right in. Um, Can you tell us a little bit of a timeline of your relationship and Pilates and Coffee and kids and all that kind of stuff? Mm. Do you want to go? <laughs> uh, I'll let you tell the relationship timeline. I'm always, I always am intrigued of where he goes with this. <laughs> cool. We'll start with that. Uh, so Jacqueline and I met, you're going to have to help me with the dates. Uh, 20, uh, 2008. I just graduated college in June and we met in August. Yeah. Okay. I had a few years moving from Buffalo to Chicago and uh, we met through a mutual friend and I had to put in a little bit of work to get to know Jacqueline uh, and uh, it was all worth it, obviously. But uh, invited her to a Cubs game, um, got denied, uh, <laughs> invited her a few other things, denial, denial, and uh, just persistence pays off. So uh, we met then and uh, we dated for a few years and then we got married in 2012. And uh, we both, you know, at the time Jacqueline was a Pilates instructor uh, at a local studio in Roscoe Village, and I was, um, oh, geez, uh, working for an agency, experiential marketing agency, and uh, we um, just kind of went from there. And then PNC opened. How many years later? PNC is Pilates and Coffee. Oh, okay, yeah, I should, I should define <laughs> that. PNC. Yeah, there was a couple. There was you were on with your story. Yeah, um, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we dated for four years before I got married. He accepted a job in Boston um, when we were dating for a year um, and he moved out there. I was supposed to move out there. Um, He didn't like the job. um, And so he liked me more than the job and he came back. It's fair. Yeah. Hey, good Um, job. Yeah, yeah, good job. (laughs) Had to make a decision. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, we got married in 2012. We had our son in 2017 and opened the business when he was four months old. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's kind of that's how we get that's to where we are. People are like, oh, what, what's the best timing to start your business? That, that's yeah. it. And that's it. Yeah. Just have your child yeah. and start your business all at the same Very time. Very ideal. That's what you'd recommend, right? Yeah. Yes. Don't start at your early 20s. Start it after you have a kid, a dog, yeah. you know, a mortgage, things like that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So yeah. fun. Yeah. So fun. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, um, obviously or the timeline, I guess, of Pilates and coffee, because I don't know if it was already a thought and then you guys got pregnant or if it was like, we're pregnant, like we need to figure our stuff out. How did that work? So for years I I was teaching for, I've been teaching for, it'll be 12 years coming up. Um, I've been in the fitness industry for 16, 17 years, a long time. Um, And he was always like, your following's growing. I was teaching different, lots of different disciplines throughout my whole career. And he kept being like, you should really open your own studio. Like you love it. You have this following, mm. like we could make a really cool space. And I, I didn't want to open my own studio. I liked going, teaching, leaving, sure. getting to do side hustle things. Um, so 
that was kind of interesting. He kept really pushing for it. Like we could have this really cool space and do our own thing, but we didn't know how he kind of would have fit into sure. a Pilates sure. studio. So when I was 13 weeks pregnant, I was um, actually leading a retreat in California and I get probably like 11 o'clock at night, I get this 18 page email with um, a business plan. For, from Ryan. From my husband. <laughs> um, I was gone for five days. Um, and that's what happened. Four kids. Um, I know. Yeah, so I was 13 weeks pregnant. I get this email and I'm like laying there with the lights off in a cabin, like reading it with this whole business plan of Pilates and coffee. Oh my God. This is the concept. Here's how we're going to do it. Wow. Here's the timeline. Like, and I was <laughs> like, I'm just going to put my phone down. And we'll talk about this in two days when I get home. Oh, my gosh. I should have seen it in the water for a bit. I mean, he we would travel a lot. We love traveling. And everywhere we went, we went to coffee shops. Mm -hmm. That's like where we met people, asked them the cool stuff in town. I mm -hmm. don't drink coffee. I like the aesthetics of it. And so I'd hang out. Um, and then he bought a roaster. And that's when I should have known that this was getting kind of serious. <laughs> you can never trust somebody who doesn't drink coffee. Like, look at us right now. We're all drinking coffee, and there's it's one true. person that's not. It's very, it's very suspect, isn't it? I just usually hold something to look yeah. the part. Yeah. And one thing she left out, it's like, you know, she she was teaching in Roscoe Village, and I used to always go and pick her up uh, with our dog. You know, you get her from work and go walk somewhere for lunch or dinner or whatever. And everybody was either coming from or going to coffee, because usually mm -hmm. this was in the morning. And... Uh, I was just like, oh my gosh, like if you just combine the space and you work for Heritage and Salvatore's and, you know, the bikes and coffee, mm -hmm. I always admired and thought it played well. And um, in reality, I had never served anything in my life, which was a little bit uh, intimidating to then hmm. establish a cafe. Um, but I thought uh, what I did for a living kind of matched up with it as far as like client service on the agency side and making people yeah. feel welcome and taking care of them. And um, figured it couldn't be that hard, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, w when her studio that she was working for uh, decided to cease to exist, that was our opening. And I think that's why I wrote that business plan. And because I knew at that point, either we were going to do it or she was going to go take, you know, a spot at a different studio, which mm -hmm. would have been, in, you mm -hmm. know, in hindsight would have been fine. I, it was it was just something to say, like, hey, are you down to do this? If you are, here's what I think could be cool. And um, I know we have a son uh, coming, coming <laughs> and that's not ideal. But I'd argue at the same time, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Perhaps you'd feel differently. But I thought when our son was born, it speeds up certain parts of life, but it also slows down others. And I found myself, you know, we didn't travel as much. You know, we were hmm. we we were at home a lot because obviously he's a newborn and you're you know, she's taking care of him. And I'm I have all this time off from work at the time. I worked for an agency that I really uh, loved and respected that gave a really nice uh, paternity leave. And you know, awesome. just kind of like all lined up. And when I you know, she was ready, she wasn't ready when I first started talking about it but she was ready to do it. And yeah. I tried to like suppress the idea a bit. I knew the studio I was working at like had a one year timeline Okay, from. So it wasn't, I mean, it was like a ship, but it wasn't like, Oh shoot, we need to make a big change. Kind of when it ha when it actually happened. So he gave me the business plan in January and then her, the lease was coming up on March and the owner was like one more year at most. 
kind of thing. Got um, it. And she had offered it up to me for sale the year before, and it just wasn't the right time. Um, and then William came a month early. Oh, wow. And so that kind of was like a little shock to us mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. we were kind of thinking like, okay, in January of 2018 and the new year. So we'll have like six months. Um, we'll have a nanny figured out. This will be great. We'll have all this time. And then when William was a week old, um, I got a call from the woman who owned the studio and she said she sold it and it wasn't going to be what it was. Sure. Wow. And so I looked at Ryan, I walked out, I was <laughs> nursing William and I walked out and I said, we need to sign the lease. We need to sign the lease. Like I have nowhere to work. Sign the current lease that Sign the lease on Pilates and Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Like we had the paperwork. We were just kind sure. of like, we were trying to string it along a little bit mm-hmm. more because we wanted to get as much free sure. rent for build out time as possible. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I'll be ready till he's six months old. And then I walked out of the bedroom. I'm like, sign the lease. We need to open as fast as possible. Wow. I don't have a place to come back to. Um, and so, we also had other teachers that she yeah. worked with, which with, they also had to find some place True. to go. And I was hoping, you know, not to get them settled in new places. And then, right. you know, yes. that doesn't create great trust in the industry. Right. Like, hey, can I work out of your studio for a bit? Um, so I did a little bit of um, reaching out within the community. And I rented space from a friend of mine who was lovely. Um, and she, which we will come back to, you asked about my teacher training program. I actually collaborate with her. Oh, cool. Um, and she welcomed me open arms into her space. Mm-hmm. There was a studio up north a little bit that let two of my teachers rent from. And I just kept saying to them, we will keep you updated on a daily basis. Sure. We are trying to open our doors as fast as we can. The tricky thing is with the business is Pilates studios don't take a lot to open. You need floors and lights sure. and your equipment, which right. can be shipped to you in three weeks. Right. Yeah. We had to move water lines, which is... Coffee size. So let's back up a second. So yeah. you had this idea and then all of a sudden you, you decided you were going to do it. So yeah. then you were stringing along this process. Then you were like, no, we need to sign the lease. This, this, <laughs> this thing changed yeah. and it's forcing our hand into doing what we actually needed mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. And then what? So now you just, you have a lease and you just start building? Like you yeah. found a contractor, maybe you know people, <laughs> do you have to get a I bank loan? I talk about that. Yeah, you go for it. Uh, it we... So uh, and this is like trips down memory lane, um, and it's not even that long ago. But I think w- we used to, we were talking about when we saw your awesome space here, like how we used to cruise around. And mm-hmm. so when we knew we wanted to open it, we're like, okay, we got to find a space. Mind you, of course, none of us have any experience in this. Um, and you're just going around taking down numbers, almost kind of right. like looking for an apartment, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, And so we saw some spaces around here and what would work. And here's this like catch it's a body studio which you can put anywhere like she just said but mm-hmm. we're gonna put this cafe in here right. so there has to be some foot traffic right. otherwise we're gonna right. be twiddling our thumbs and um you know being on roscoe's being near roscoe street we've lived in roscoe village for 13 years we saw this space and when i reached out uh to and we had a our a real estate friend help us at least with the introductions Turns out that this place had connections within the coffee industry. The owner used to work for Intelligentsia. Um, so he kind of grasped onto the idea. He liked it. He took a chance on us, right? We have no history. Right. You know, there's all the right. applications, mm-hmm. you know. Totally. And um, and so we then just, I guess, for the build out and all that stuff, what we did was we made sure we're, we're lucky. You guys, obviously, you guys use your community all the time when, you, when you're when you doing things. We All I knew is that I'm not a handy guy. Don't let the beard fool you. you know? <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to get completely 
taken advantage of. So we use some people in our community to be like, okay, who could do the flooring? Um, who could do the lights? Who can do the painting? And uh, by the way, uh, the guy who owned the space happened to have his own contracting business. So mm. do you guys mind moving all these pipes from the back to the front? So we're going to wow. put this cafe. So I think part, part of it is, is luck. We mm. had the right mixture of people yeah. to and help us do totally. everything. One of our really good friends, finding a business mentor is hard, especially mm. somebody who's done the food and like beverage industry in Chicago. And sure. there's a lot of red tape with permitting and mm. just a lot of inspections. That was what was the holdup on most. But our good friend who owns Real Good Juice, good guy, came over and sat down probably two or three, two or three times with us. Mm-hmm. Kind of held our hand through the process. Oh, awesome. We would have been a little lost without that for sure. Yeah, and I think what's cool is that uh, when you talk to people that, that found found their own business or they're hesitant, right? She could open a Pilates studio in two seconds, but I think it, you'd be surprised when you just throw a net out there and like, all right, I'm gonna open up a cafe with it. Uh, who can help? Even as professional photographers and videographers, we found ourselves using our cell phones to capture a lot of our on-the-go content for both our family and our business. That's why we purchased Moment Lenses. Moment makes a variety of lenses and photography gear for your mobile device that can elevate your cell phone camera to a more professional quality. If you're interested in learning how Moment Lenses can up your cell phone game, check out thebusinessfam.com slash moment and get 10% off any of your purchase. And there's so many people that are willing to give you an hour, two hours, look at your budget, like call you know, call you crazy where you need to be called crazy. Because hmm. um, one thing I left out is on my way to, so I, I'm kind of a realist. I'm like, well, I've never served, I love coffee. A lot of people love coffee. Am I going to like making it? Like, is it something I just love, like walking up to a counter and getting and enjoying some? And I just, these uh, Epsento coffee in Chicago, there's a guy named Harris who is now at Metro Coffee. And he let me come in every day, uh, every Thursday on my way to my agency job and work. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's just like, and all I had to do is ask, you know, and here I am like blowing through tons of coffee. How'd you create that relationship? Uh, Through a friend. And and I, and I knew of him, but I. And then you literally just asked, Hey, can I come work an hour? And so you, were you literally serving customers? I was like, (laughs) I thought that's what I was going to have to do, which would have been more beneficial for them as long as I was like knew what I was doing. But in reality, what it turned into was, Oh, here's, um, an area of the cafe that they didn't use a ton. Here's Harris, who's running around like crazy. It's a small operation, but we'll give you him for like two hours each week, and he'll what? just let you make coffee. Wow! And, and so you're using their coffee, using their coffee, their time, using their, their machines, machines and wow. we did partner a, with them when we opened. Yeah, I got it. So, so there was that a makes little sense. bit of no, that yeah. everything sense. was a pipe dream. Not, they get a perch. Sure. I would ask sure. guys like, oh yeah, we of course like I want to open a cafe, and so. That for all they knew, I sure, could have just a gamble been for blowing them. smoke. Yeah, yeah, and no, he let me great. do it, and and it, we're I'm eternally grateful to him. But I just oh, think, wow. kind of at the end of the day, it's just like you'd be surprised what your network can can help you do. And we were really lucky to have so many people help us um, and finish the build out within hours of having an event <laughs> the next day, which is like wow. a whole other story, you know. But <laughs> Love it. you make it happen. Yeah, yeah. so. That's so good. Yeah. Something you touched on, Jacqueline, um, having a business mentor. I don't know. Was that really intentional or did it, you just kind of happen upon 
um, that a couple things. So we had reached out to John, the owner of Real Good, when Ryan had this like pipe dream of our business plan. Um, and we kept it really hush hush because we didn't want people to think like we were going out and starting this thing and it could have affected his job. It could have affected mine. So we were like, and we're not really sure we're doing it yet. Um, so he came over and sat down before it was really set in stone and just was like troubleshooting. Like what, why is this going to work? Like who's going to come in and really pushed us. And we walked, he walked down. We were like, it's going to (laughs) work like kind of upset, like, but it was what we needed. Um, and so he took on that role kind of without, knowing so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, we would hit him up with text messages. Um, In the time that I was pregnant, I also thought it was a really good idea to create something with my friend Jenny called the Teachers Collective, um, which is a group of Pilates teachers from across the country that we randomly like invited through Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. The fitness industry can be competitive. It can also be really beneficial in collaboration, depending on which way your ego kind of pushes you. Um, And so I really saw an opportunity that we're all it's mostly females in the industry, you know, having babies, you know, having spouses, whatever it is, like really busy in our lives, um, but not able to connect with other people teaching Mm -hmm. and troubleshoot like stuff with clients, but also business aspects of stuff. So in the time when we were planning the business, I hosted my first one with my friend in California. um, And it brought together 10 women from across the country that were Pilates teachers, studio owners. Um, And so two of the women from that um, were owners of studios who have become two of my dearest friends and they mm-hmm. were on call. Like we would ask them questions about the software that we use, um, like questions about just even like, oh, are you sure that's the right reformer? There's eight different ones. Should I order that one or order mm-hmm. this one? What's that going to look like in our space? Um, yeah. So I was really, really lucky that that had kind of naturally come together at the same time. Um, and now that's been in existence for two and a half years and that collective of women has grown. And so I have a lot of mentors and we're really, really lucky in that aspect. I just want to say something because you guys keep using the word luck, (laughs) but I mean, even from the moment that we met you, you took us in like friends. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm like getting emotional, (laughs) but I mean, really you guys, you, you bring that kind of light to a space and mm-hmm. so I'm just not surprised like yeah. you keep saying like right. oh luck 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 and I'm like no like you, well, you. created that yeah. and you really like who you guys are really brings people together and I think that's why yeah. Pilates and coffee works yeah anyway you thank know you. so I think we I feel wanna, so lucky yeah you know, like when, I get that. when something yeah. works out even if you work your butts off to to mm-hmm. make it happen and with your podcast or with family or with it you just at the end of the day, you feel lucky and fortunate totally. and, um, you know, awesome of you to say that and to see the emotion because uh, business aside for us, it's so funny. Like the term community is so overused everywhere, right? Like um, the biggest corporation can have it in their lobby and because yeah. it's kind of like a catchphrase. But um, for us, we at the end of the day, like with PNC, there was kind of a deeper meaning besides like finding a place for her to practice uh, and for me to like make this dream come true. It's more like, you know, creating this space that everybody can enjoy and Mm -hmm. less than 1% of the population does Pilates, but 99% of the population can get something in the cafe, even if it's just like a water. And so 
what it's turned into is this awesome like spot that you guys could venture into one day. Then we get to make a relationship with you mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Um, because if it's just a Pilates studio, um, you're probably not walking in. Unless right. you just want to say what's up. Maybe that would have happened. And certainly that, that could have happened. But if you like think the notes and, you know, my wife is so talented and does so many wonderful things for people on the Pilates side because it is a necessity for some people from a physical standpoint. Yeah. But also from an emotional standpoint, and we get these notes and, uh, and, and, and comments like that, we're just like, that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, if we can get, if we can make people feel welcome, uh, even if just for five minutes for a drip coffee when they're on their way to a job that they just despise, which, you know, I hear mm-hmm. it's kind of like being a bartender. It's like, but in a sober mm-hmm. state, you know, like people are just letting you know, like, they're ticked off. They've got some terrible day full of meetings, but at least for five minutes they can sit and have a coffee. And yeah. so thank you for saying that. Of course. Thank you for coming in <laughs> one day. Know. You know, that's what it's Perfect. all about. I know. We have so yeah. many friends now. I love it. We had like no Wait. friends before. So <laughs> yes. We had like three I friends. Just be and like, that we're... little boy is so cute. And William was so little. Oh, yeah. I was like, I want William to have his style. Yeah, but now what William, shoes? you know, like what's he uh, wearing? I don't know. Top Jed now. I don't know. We stopped caring. You have to. That we makes get sense. a lot of sure. free clothes from the grandparents, and yeah. <laughs> gotta gotta just take what you Free's get. Good, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Hand me down. Shout out to the grandparents. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to ours if they can figure out how to listen to a podcast, <laughs> which is you know your parents, maybe mine. No way. I'll have to play it for them when I see them next. You know. Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah. tell us a little bit about William and kind of how you guys navigated. <laughs> I mean, you have a, you said a four month old brand new business yeah <laughs> nannying all that stuff yeah um I I wore him a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> he lived in a Sally baby wrap for mm-hmm. you know his first six months of life um I went back to teaching on Saturdays when he was eight months old eight weeks old um okay. that was like the Ryan you've got this I'm leaving for two hours like, this is I just needed, cafe. You I should needed to give my community like I'm coming back like we had announced its opening, like mm-hmm. we're, this is happening. I needed to get people interested and keep them interested. Totally. Um, and so I went back to work about 20 hours a week when he was 12 weeks old and we started with a nanny. Um, and that time was really busy. Ryan was still at his full-time job and trying to get our business up and running. He Jeez. would take his lunch break and sit on his computer and be our general contractor. Um, and so I was on the back end, like setting up the software, mm-hmm. staying in communication with clients, making sure my teachers yeah. had what they needed in this whole process. So we had a nanny um, started in September and the studio opened October, what, 17th? October 17th. Yeah, 17th the, the of 17th. Um, so at that time I was just teaching the clients that I had. I really couldn't take on new ones and I wasn't teaching any classes. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of our clientele that were kind of out there floating in the world, um, waiting for it. So I would get home from teaching in the morning. I would feed William. I'd strap him into the Sally. I'd like go down and meet with the contractors and then kind of be at home, like trying to like rest and take care of myself and take care of a newborn. And then when we actually got in with the floors, we had, um, two days to turn it around before I had this event of 20 women from Canada and all over the U S coming because we were supposed to be delivered the space Labor Day weekend. Okay. Um, and Ryan at that moment, remember, I remember him looking at me being like, why did, why did you do this at this time? Like, why is this happening? And I was just like, well, it's happening. So we were looking at our first professional (laughs) disagreement. disagreement. (laughs) And I was like, well, 
we can't stress, we have to actually make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in hindsight, I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. He's a newborn. Um, and I only had my nanny for those five hours that day I, that I normally had her. I was like, we'll go down, we'll set up the equipment. Like, no, like you needed her for like 12 hours a day. So newborns don't need a lot. And like, as a new mom, it's really mm-hmm. stressful, right? You think they need so much. And it forced me to like really sit back and be like, I can give him what he needs. I don't need to like be everything in this moment. Mm. So I would feed him and I would lay a blanket out and put him in the back corner and like he would sleep on the floor and then he'd wake up and I'd change him. I'd feed him. We'd like take a little walk around the block and he'd sleep. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of that week was just like, and he was fine. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. newborns really don't need a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember like at night just being like, I'm, I'm, this is exhaustion. Um, but we had a lot of adrenaline pushing us forward because I had that event. And what I'll say is it really pushed me out of my comfort zone, out of that like cocoon of, right. You're in that newborn stage. Like you only do what you have to do. Right. Um, so it helped Ryan do more with William because in the upcoming months, I, with opening a studio, I I was the face of it. The Mm -hmm. coffee shop wasn't open. I couldn't say no to opportunities. I had to take meetings with chiropractors, physical therapists, if a new client was recommended and they were injured or something, you know, I had the most experience out of my staff. I, I had to take them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my nanny would come at that point when a couple months later, when the studio was fully running, Ryan had left his job and came on full time. And I was like, I'm, I'm leaving. Like I would leave him with bottles and like, here you go. So I think that made our relationship a lot stronger. Like I had mm-hmm. to trust him more. He was on his own more and his relationship with William really grew, um, which is hard, I think, for a lot of people with, you know, dads and newborns. Like, he was definitely not comfortable for the first four, six months. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's talk about learning curve. Mm -hmm. Get handed, like, this little human when she's got to go do something. And I'm like, ah, why are you crying? Like, you can't communicate. But one of the blessings of, I think, owning your own business is potentially, you know, the manager time better and lucky enough to have spent, I think, probably more time with my son than most dads at, at, at now he's two, two years old. So that was really awesome. And it's time, and I continue to be able to do that, uh, which is really important to us to have mm-hmm. that, that bonding time. Yeah. With that's him. awesome. Yeah. It's really special. That's so fun. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so the coffee side of things, Yes. obviously, you're super passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And like, I always hear, I don't know, we follow you on Instagram now. So it's like, Oh, we're in Ireland and we're going to all the cool coffee shops there. And, um, I just remember chatting with you when I first walked in and you were like, yeah, I just, I just love it, you know? And I, and you kind of worked your way into getting a coffee shop, which is cool and figured out how to make your dream and her dream really come to fruition, yeah. which I think is really significant. So can yeah. you tell me a little bit about like in that process of like 18 page business plan, like <laughs> yeah. what were you thinking? What were you, what was going through oh your head? God. Were you just like, oh my gosh, coffee shop light bulb moment? Or were you like, no, I really want this. And how can we make it work? Yeah. I, man, I think about it that, so the absento experience I got from going in that cafe before I was going to work like that was almost past the point of no return. So th- I took a risk, like walking in there one day and being like, whoa, I do not like working behind the bar. Um, 
luckily it all worked out. I think, I don't know, I, I was in a lot of self-discovery back then. Not, I mean, I can talk about that all day. Uh, I have a friend named Scott who I talk to, you know, every day on the phone. And I read this book called Start With Why. It was Simon Sinek. So good. So, such a good book. Yeah, and link I def- in the show notes. It's an amazing book. It's a great great book and i even went as far as to take the online course which i never thought i'd wow. ever do in my life like taking out the business course. plan came yeah Got and, it. and okay. so i developed this why statement uh which is his thing simon sinek's thing what's your why and it can't be money driven just all these parameters and i felt like it synced up with uh the why statement was create basically create a space um that other people can get enjoyment out of. Hmm. And I thought to myself, like, well, that's kind of what we're thinking about with Pilates and coffee. Um, but I also didn't want to limit it again to like the 1%, right? The people that take Pilates. And um, so I just, uh, I just kind of knew I loved coffee and then knew I loved serving people and, and client service from an agency. Your whole job is to deal with clients and keep them happy and communicate with them and over communicate with them. And I worked for an agency called revolution in Chicago here. And, um, they really gave me a lot of opportunity when I moved back from Boston, uh, back in 2010 to, to get really great experience. And I just realized that through my why statement and through everything, I just wanted to give other people a space or an interaction that made them feel good. And then Mm -hmm. I feel good. And that's what happened in my agency life. Like if we had a really nice project and it went really well, I didn't really care. I didn't find myself like one of my struggles was like trying to be as profitable as we could and cutting, you know, and that's an important part of business, especially in the agency world. But I got enjoyment out of our clients writing an email Hmm. saying how great the team was Mm -hmm. and also seeing success on uh, for, for the team and seeing all people that I would hire and see them ascend even to this yeah. day. So I think I love coffee and I, and, and I'm drinking it right now. It's a great Ethiopian from metric. It's really <laughs> lovely. Um, that Tanya made this morning, but, uh, I think coffee is a passion, but I think it, the, the true passion is, the people and the interactions and making them coffee's the driver of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and Pilates probably is a lot of the same way because at the end of the day, Pilates is really awesome because there's a tangible physical benefit that you see some people that have had some serious injuries. And now all of a sudden they're better because, you know, Jacqueline and all of our teachers are so talented. Um, but it, at the end of the day, they're also, kind, it's kind of like an interaction you'll have at the coffee shop where I hear them, they're teaching, but they're also hearing the story of what's going on with that person's day hmm. and they have to kind of be half uh psychologist uh or just listening in a friend totally and um so yeah i mean that, the, it, the coffee part has been unbelievable uh i love it so much and i just love meeting people like you and now the coffee's what brought us together mm-hmm. the interaction is what keeps us together because you had a yeah. good one with us and so that's kind of it's kind of very cool yeah do you want to touch base on your because now you're teaching teachers right mm-hmm. that's like that's a new thing in the past year since you've opened that yep now you put together a platform with you mentioned it earlier one of your friends mm-hmm. to now teach teachers how did you come up with that idea where did why did you jump into that how's that going <laughs> um lots of questions um so 
the program I went through when I first started teaching, um, I had come from a kinesiology background, so exercise science, where a lot of people come to Pilates with no background in movement. Um, so it kind of gave me a leg up. And I had been personal training and teaching group fitness for many years. Um, so having a strong background in, in movement overall gave me a little bit of an up in the industry. Sure. And so I started becoming um, what's called an adjunct faculty member to the program that I was had gone through. Hmm. So I assisted in that program for three years and was the mentor to a lot of the people going through it. Um, and I loved teaching teachers. It's like, think about like your type A, like kid in the front row, they want to do the best and answer all the mm -hmm. questions. Those are the teacher trainees. Like mm -hmm. they want to learn everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so as a Pilates teacher, like we want to tell you everything and give you all the minutia and all the details. Um, so it's really, really exciting to teach somebody who wants to learn everything. Um, and I loved that aspect of the job. And then the studios that stopped running teacher training program. And I had had students that would ask me quite often, would you ever think about doing one? Um, and I was like, maybe I just would need a space for it. Um, and then when we opened the studio, one of my biggest concerns was having a pipeline. Yes. So being a female, um, and having a child and potentially wanting to have more children at some point, um, what does that mean, having a pipeline? Um, teachers come, like people behind you that could fill Got your it. fill Got your it. role. Mm -hmm. Very um, business savvy, isn't she? Sorry, it's a, it's a very Lululemon term uh, yeah, that, I, that I've learned through, my, um, through lots of trainings with them. Wow. Um, but it's a really smart thing to like have in the back of your mind all the time. I've seen it happen to a lot of studios. Like you're the main, like you're one of the teachers at the studio who teaches a lot of clients and classes. And then you have a baby and you step away and those clients sure. just go away for a bit right. and you have to have a plan or, you know, a lot of my, all my teachers are, are female and they have babies, they step away or their husband is the main breadwinner and gets a job somewhere else. And so they don't really have a say of like, no, I want to stay here. And Pilates is a great job because you can move somewhere and sure. do it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and so that's always at the back of our mind of like, what happens if that teacher just has to leave in two weeks notice mm -hmm. and we have 30 hours to fill. Totally. So a teacher training program would, would potentially solve that. Sure. Um, so I sat down, there's a couple programs out there that you could buy. Um, and I just wasn't thrilled about them. And the program I had gone through, I, I liked it, but I, I felt like there needed to be more included. The industry has changed and more science, like things evolve. So I sat down with, um, one of my good friends, um, Holly, who had let me rent space from her and she had been teaching a program for years and I knew she liked it, but she's so smart and we come from very different Pilates practices and I respect her. She respects me. So I, I just called her. I looked at Ryan and I was like, I really want to create a teacher training program. I just know it's a lot of work to create and write these manuals mm -hmm. yeah. and then to actually do these. We do six weekends but they're three day weekends. Oh, wow. And wow. then on top of it, we have these students who we have to mentor for a right. year plus. Right. So he was like, it can't hurt. Like give her a call. The worst thing she'll say is like, no, because she could see it as like competition. Right. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, and I called her and she was like, yes, like awesome. 100%. Like I respect you. Let's right. do this. Like we cool. could create something really cool. Um, so over a six month period, we grind it out and we wrote, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of manuals oh, wow. and took nine hours of photos and wrote these manuals and wow. did very minimal like advertising for the program. Um, and we sold out our first one with wow. 12 people just wow. through like word of mouth. Wow. And I was taken back. Like 
this is very overwhelming. So well, and just so everyone knows, like this is happening in the middle of Pilates and Coffee opening, basically. This is when Pilates and Coffee was open. The program ran when it had been open for 10 months. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> like talking to you about the, yeah. the new program. I was like, more, is, more is better. <laughs> more is always better. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also, when Ryan made the comment about like, when you have a little one, your life changes a lot. Like as far mm-hmm. as what you do with your time, we weren't traveling. I joke around that we call it house prison. <laughs> William goes to bed at six. Which people wow. are shocked by. That is crazy. But yeah, I was nursing for his first year and I had to leave the house at 630. So I needed him to be up at six. Sure. So I could feed him. And he wants, mm-hmm. I wanted him to have 12 hours of sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, you're crazy. You're like always in your house. But for us, like our weekend is like one to five during the week. Because right. we work on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And then he goes down at six and that's when we work. Mm-hmm. Like we sit down at our computers and, and do that. Totally. So that's when I was doing it all. So I've, we ran the program last September and then there was so much excitement about it. We did it again in January. So we did two our first year, Wow, which was a lot, but awesome. And now we're running our third that we just sold out in September. What's, what's the projection? How many a year? We, Hopefully we, like eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We um, originally were like one a year. That's most. We did two okay. the first year because we had the momentum and we didn't want to, you know, telling people like six more months till the next one, they might find another one. Right. Sure. It's hard. Um, so this year we're like, no, really like one. So our goal is to run one every fall. Okay. So, and then in the spring to run like workshops on the side that are complementary to the training program. So cool. we base our training program off of what's needed for our students to sit for like the higher test in the industry. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then there's specialty programs like prenatal training and postpartum sure. training and all those other things. So that's kind of like our spring plan. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you had mentioned in that last talk about how you, you have one to five or something. And then when Will, William, right, goes down for bed, that's when you work. I, I hear that a lot. This like, you find the different hours when you you need to make it work. So, but then you guys are both now working at home. How how does that work too? With now you're working in your house together, and now you're also bringing work home. How has that been for the two of you? A lot of, a lot of coordination. Right? <laughs> the the ongoing joke is there's a glass wall between the two sides of the business, and mm-hmm. that's how we stay married. He's in the front. I'm in the back. Yeah. Um, so well, it really, it really operates as two businesses. Well, you run Pilates, he runs coffee. Yeah. Yes. I think an important thing for anybody that's looking to go into business with their significant other is to set, to kind of have it, um, an agreement going into it about how the business is going to be, be run. So hmm. I know that I would never, you know, we went into it with the, the wall is, 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 is just kind of cool because there actually is a little literal wall with glass so I can mm-hmm. see what she's doing. She can see what I'm doing, but she's not going to come on the coffee side and say, Hey, um, that, that drip's not selling well, you know, you need to, and she doesn't even drink coffee. We don't know that, but I would never go on the Pilates side and really interfere with how she's choosing to run the studio. We went into it knowing that, Hey, I'm going to take on the books, mm-hmm. the HR, social media, the social, like, so we had our roles defined. So when we meet, I think we've done a, a really good job of making sure that we stay within our lane, to use a cliche. Sure. Uh, but truly, it's allowed us to operate. And it's all one business, but it's two separate businesses in that sense sure. of the word. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she knew what she didn't want to do opening a studio, talking to those studio owners that often were doing everything themselves. And then I knew what I wanted to do, 
and it all worked out. And I think as long as we will continue doing that, we'll, we'll be fine. I mean, we we joke that we argue all the time, but in in actuality, we we haven't had. We're blessed. We 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 have people supporting us. We have people coming into the Pilates studio. We have people coming into the cafe. It's allowed us to concentrate on this full time. So we're really lucky in that sense. Um, we've had plenty of hurdles along the way, but because we have this understanding as a base, it's not, it's mm -hmm. kept it from blowing up, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, we sit down on Sunday nights and go through like, he knows my set schedule, but I don't know what one week where there wasn't something more that I had an obligation to. Sure. Um, so we go over our schedule on Sunday night, like this is this. And then we make sure exercise is really important for both of us. That's how we keep our like good mental state. Um, and we build that in and then he'll ask me, he has a little bit more flexibility of he's working full time for PNC. Um, he's behind the bar two days a week and then running the business. I I'm in shock of how much it actually takes to run a cafe. Like you'd be like, Oh, it's just ordering coffee. No, it's a lot mm -hmm. and doing the books and the social media. Um, but he'll say like, this week's a little bit lighter for me. What can I take off of your plate? Hmm. Cause there's nothing really that I can take off of his. I don't know. I don't do the business side sure. of things, but like, he'll be like, do you need things printed for your manuals? Do you um, need me to look over some things or proof things for you? Um, and so he's really good at helping me offload a little bit. Um, so it's been, we've done a really good job and communication is, is everything. And we find yeah. times where we're passing ships too much. And that's when I think we kind of butt heads. Mm -hmm. um, I thought you said this. No, you said this. Sure. Um, it's mainly around schedule. It's and mostly I'll, around schedule. And I'll fully admit, she'll be like, hey, I got this thing in two. And I'll be like, got it. And then that day will come and I'll be like, I'm going to go work out. And she's like, I have that thing in two. And I'm like, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that. And then I'll catch myself saying that and I'll be like, whoops. And I'm going to be quiet. We're now. working on, you were right. You said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so with all of this kind of wrapping up, if you had one piece of advice to offer somebody who wanted to go in business with their significant other or just having a family in general, what, what would it be? You can go now. Um, there's, never, there's never a wrong time. It might not be like the perfect time, um, but there's always going to be obstacles, right? Mm -hmm. Like being pregnant might not be the best time. Having a newborn. But then when your kids get older, they have commitments right. in a life. Like right. right now, he doesn't. Right. Um, so I, I tell people when people come to us, it's actually kind of crazy a lot being like, can I sit down with you? I have this idea. You guys mm -hmm. did it. Like mm -hmm. you jumped and you like, yeah. made it happen. Mm -hmm. um, and we're like, we're not experts at this by any means. But I tell people, I'm like, if you have the passion for it mm -hmm. and the drive, then, yeah. then it's the right time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Um, and if you have the community to support you, I think that's the biggest thing is and asking for help mm -hmm. when yeah. you need it. It's so funny. I just realized you, is that your wine over there? No. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, but, yes, it is. But, but it is, oh, wait, a, is it? Not yeah. that I want to drink it. Uh, <laughs> but drink that's, that's, the, that's Gary V. That's, that's, that's Gary why v. I got it. Okay. Yeah. So you listen to, to Gary okay. V. So but I was like, but so we, we do have wine that okay. we've made. Well, he's oh, made Jack, with my dad. Oh, Jack, you teach sometimes. So. <laughs> uh, I, sometimes yeah. Against policy. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of strict policies at PNC. You just ask our staff. On the Pilates side, though? Yeah. yeah, yeah cafe yeah. is whatever you want to do. Tanya, I mean, who knows? She's <laughs> our barista, Tanya, who's awesome, by the way. But, no, Gary V. I mean, she we, talk, awesome, we talked about Simon Sinek. I, and so this, I think, Simon Sinek into, was crucial. Like, I, yeah. I listened to his TED Talk on, yeah. and that changed, changed my life, actually, yeah. in the way I 
like perceived what I was doing yeah. and refocused everything, refocused my yeah. whole like grad school, like, and everything we kind of run through his process too. Yeah. Like, and we find a lot of success when I coach people and like people come to me for advice. Like I walk them through his steps. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And you find those. So when, when you like advice, like, mm-hmm. man, I would start out by checking out Simon Sinek, mm-hmm. Gary mm-hmm. Vaynerchuk or Gary V podcast. Cause mm-hmm. he, I mean, hearing some of the finding your own, you know, kind of, um, what you believe in. Like I just, I, I bought into Simon Sinek, right? So now I've got a why and now that's going to drive me and everything that I do, including that was pre PNC. So I started to insert it into my agency life. So it can be even used for, you mm-hmm. know, if you're in, if you're in a nine to five, but yeah. yeah, I just think like, don't like to Jacqueline's point, like don't try to remove the excuses of why you can't do it and really take a look at, what you want to do and, and mm-hmm. give some things a shot. Like I can talk about a cafe cause that's what I did, but go to your local cafe, see if you want to serve coffee. Like you can do that while you have a job. And one of the things Gary V would say is like, what are you doing when you get, when you get home from your right. job? Like, well, mm-hmm. I'm tired. And it's like, well, yeah, but maybe you can right. listen to a few podcasts, start getting your mind going because I think it's a really, it's not for everybody to, to have your own business, but if it can align with what, what drives you and what you, you know, what your why is, it can be a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys are experiencing that in your lives. We've been blessed to now have, you know, a, a life that we really just truly enjoy and are very lucky. And, uh, and we're together all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. Which she loves, I think <laughs> the most, yeah. I that's, great. that's why she goes to the gym. I think it's not even to work out. It's just like, I've been around this kid too long. Um, and just go for it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, use all these ridiculous resources, mm-hmm. whether they're podcasts, books, um, to make it happen. I think I think a key thing is that we live in 2019. We have the internet. And, and to be honest, like, I think you guys are special. You know, I think we're special too, but like, we're actually not too. We're mm-hmm. just normal people. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we did it. Mm-hmm. Like we, we just, just went for it. We just said, okay. Yeah. And then went. And that's what you guys did. You're like, I have an idea. I'm going to write out this business plan because I learned how to do that from Simon Sinek. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so now here it is. Great. Boom. Step forward. Yeah. Next step forward. Yeah. Next step forward. You just have to start doing it. Yeah. And if you fall, if you fall on your face, which I, my good buddy, Scotty, and, and I think Simon and Gary V would say the same thing. I could look back. I always said this, right? Like people ask like, how did you do it? how did you know it was going to work? And it's like, well, at the end of the day, you don't. Right. Right. There's no one's got a crystal ball. But I knew that mentally for me, if it if we're sitting here in 2019 and we started this business in 17 and we're shutting the doors tomorrow and we're super bummed out about it and we lost a bunch of money. And you swallowed our pride. At least I could go on and say we went for it, mm-hmm. right? And I know there's, it's not like we're, I, I know you can't do that with like millions of dollars and then sure. you're in debt for the rest of your life, but like in a reasonable risk um, can lead to the reward or we could have, this could have not worked, but right. you just gotta, at some point you gotta do what, do what drives you, so. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's always nice to talk to, other husband and wife combos in business because it's such a 
a special thing. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think your podcast is awesome. Because I was telling you when we walked in here, like to hear the trials and tribulations of other husband and wife combinations, it's just truly, really uh, special. It's fun. Yeah, There's other people out there doing it. Well, guys, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you for is, having us. This, this has been lovely. Yeah. yeah, it's been fun. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like this or any of the other episodes you've heard, jump on over to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you, and it's the best way to help us reach even more listeners just like you. So if you've got questions of how to do that, head over to www.thebusinessfam.com review.